Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Radio Family. So nice to have your company. Welcome to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you for tuning in here on our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings. And we are back here in a new year to began talking about the good things that are taking place in our communities. I can't think of two people to join me, Renee Vaughn, who are representing and have done so very well. At least one half of members of our community focus family has done so. You likely have heard of United Youth Care Services. We're going to get reacquainted not only with the agency for the newest member of our community focus family. It is a joy to be able to introduce to you, Radio Family, the president of United Youth Care Services in Mr. Booker. Yeah. Hi, I am doing very well. Very nice to have you on board. And as I said, we are jump starting a new year in fine fashion. Oh, yeah. By having you as the president of United Youth Care Services joining me this morning. And I wanted to just really begin by asking how does as our topic for discussion this morning on our public affairs show, how does drug abuse and mental health? Those are two pretty serious topics. Oh, yeah. And at times, uh, Mr. Booker, a, a little difficult to address openly. Oh, yes. But may this be the platform as we welcome you. And by the way, you official now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> just that quickly, you started as, as a newbie. But let, let's talk about these two topics of discussion, how one, they affect our society through the destruction in our various communities. And welcome to Community Focus. Uh, thank you for having me this You're morning. Welcome. I'm honored to be here at Intercom with Renee Vaughn, and I appreciate the opportunity to share a topic that I'm passionate about, uh, mental health and drug abuse. That's really a problem in our community that's causing uh, a lot of destruction, uh, crime, and a lot of other things. I encountered uh, mental health in my family, and in my immediate family deals with drug abuse. And so I become very passionate about this sub- subject that uh, has, you know, entered into our community and really has devastating effects. Absolutely. And Mr. Booker, I would be remiss if I didn't say good morning to a member of our community focused family who has been with us, but it has been a while since I've had a chance to chat with this young lady. But again, as I mentioned, as we do begin a brand new year, it is nice to have you back. Lucy Lachey, how have you been, my dear? I am great. Thank you for having me, Renee. What's up, family? Thank you very much. And Lucy, any additional thought on that question that I just asked Mr. Booker? Um. Well, yeah, I see it firsthand. Um, drug abuse and mental health, it does affect our community in a way that I think is pretty stable. It's not stagnant. I think um, back then we kind of had, you know, wraparound services to eliminate this. But I think now we're the only 
um, service that provides this type of um, care for those individuals that are, you know, left behind. Absolutely. And when we focus, because we are obviously, when we talk about, or at least at this point where we are with things as far as this being a brand new year, it really can have just as much of an impact, Mm -hmm. especially pre or during the holidays and especially post-holidays for a lot of individuals who who are dealing with that. But now prolonged use, especially of alcohol and drugs, lead to addiction. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Now, the adult population has been affected with this problem. How does it currently affect our middle and even our high school population? And the timing of it couldn't be better because our kids have already gotten back into school Mm -hmm. from their winter break. Right, right, right. Um, I think it affects our youth and our high school population just by... Being a gateway, um, peer pressure type, you know, uh, engagement. Uh, Most of the youth don't really understand what they're engaging in, but they see it in the homes Mm -hmm. with their families. Um, They probably are introduced to it by their family members, somebody in the family. So I think it's kind of looked at as normal behavior, which is very scary um, this day and time because Mm -hmm. you have people that are 13, 14 trying, you know, all these drugs and it's just not safe for the community not at all and lucy and 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 mr booker especially when we look at that particular age range you have young ones and and really the two words that immediately come to my mind peer pressure Mm -hmm. what kids are basically faced with away from the home Mm -hmm. when dealing with individuals who are their own age Mm -hmm. who may put that heavy pressure on that individual to try a drug or something for the first time and they have no idea. Right. And usually the the most immediate reaction is to do it for fear of, one, you're not that type of person who will later be teased about or that person that, you know, friends will say, well, she won't try. He or she is such a goody two shoes or, or whatever the situation may be. How how do young people, because secondly, it's very hard at that particular age to go to perhaps an adult or someone older to talk to or even some of their other fellow peers mm-hmm. who may be trying to help them in the process. Mr. Booker, let me address that to you when, when we talk about young ones in, the, in that particular age group. Well, thank you, Renee. You're welcome. Uh, as I listen to you speak, I, I think what the high school and the middle school children don't understand they don't understand the word addiction so when you use drugs alcohol marijuana as recreational usage Mm -hmm. then that is the onset of an addiction when you have prolonged use of a substance that chemically affects your brain your heart your liver your Mm -hmm. physical health and your mental health right so a lot of high school students use uh, alcohol and drugs to mask what's going on or self-medicate themselves mm-hmm. from what's going on in their everyday environment. Absolutely. And then, and so that's why we're here today to talk about addiction. This is actually uh, is a gateway to juvenile delinquency, mm-hmm. uh, high school dropouts, uh, the performance in school, mm-hmm. because 
people and high school school students and uh, middle school students are using street drugs, ecstasy, uh, Molly. And they're hearing this over the radio in, in songs that this is recreational type usage. Right. But if you look at some of the uh, artists that's out today, they are battling with addiction. Mm-hmm. They talk about it. They A lot of these artists have gone to get help because they started at this age right. and didn't understand the word addiction. Yeah. So that's why we're here today. Very true. Now, Mr. Booker, have you seen those numbers steadily uh, arise, particularly as long as you've been with United Healthcare Services or even just outside yeah. of the agency? Sure, sure. The, the numbers, are, if you look at statistics, mm-hmm. statistically speaking, the u- drug usage and, and I like to use self-medication mm-hmm. usage is uh, on the rise. We see that at our agency that the the population is getting younger right. with the addiction. So we've sought to address that issue by offering classes Very and good. educational mm-hmm. uh, material for our community. Exactly. Now, when we talk about, and you mentioning the word recreational use, and just drug use in general, that's a pretty broad topic. Oh, yeah. Because another thing that, speaking of, that's on the rise and that we're seeing a lot of in our own communities, opioid use oh, yeah, is course. definitely on the rise. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We, we deal with that every day. We see it uh, in its prolonged usage. We see how it starts with over-the-counter medication. Mm-hmm. And then eventually gets to prescription and pharmaceutical abuse. Uh, We've sought to deal with that issue also. We have social workers, uh, licensed criminal drug addiction specialists who work at our agency who we have also created a magazine uh, called Addiction Now. We want to get that in the hands of high school, college uh, professional people to introduce them to some of the... uh, you know, the problem some, from a statistical standpoint, what's going on in our community. Absolutely. And, of course, later on in our conversation, uh, Mr. Booker and, and Lucy, we're going, we will discuss and get into detail the particulars of the programs okay, that sure. United Youth Care Services wants to provide oh, yeah. to members of our community. Sure. Because we may have that individual who is listening and perhaps is saying – or maybe hopefully is grateful that we're having this program today oh, yeah. because there may be an individual within their own families similar to yours or just oh, yeah. someone in general who knows of someone who may be suffering as the the expression, and, and I really don't like to use that word, but as m- many may not be aware of, they're suffering silently. Oh, sure. And that's the one thing that we don't ever want a person to feel that they have to endure or go through this alone. Oh yeah, of course. That there are there are programs like yours, there are wonderful people like yourselves that want to reach out and help that individual and to let them know that they don't have to suffer in silence. So, Mr. Booker, yeah. welcome to the Community Focus family. Now, can I ask a couple of things about you? Where, where are you from? Oh, you know, is sure, North Carolina sure. home? Give me oh, a little yeah. bit of background. Well, well, I'm born and raised here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Very good. I uh, attended uh, James B. Dudley High School. Excellent. And uh, left Dudley and went to North Carolina A&T. And we got an Aggie, Aggie Pride, in the house. Aggie Pride. <laughs> so um, I have a psychology background. Okay. 
I've been doing uh, mental health services for 16 years. Wonderful. I went to school for this, so I'm working in my field, which is a good thing. Uh, yes, I excellent. Love it. And so this is my uh, beginning, and I will continue to do mental health and drug addiction uh, services in the community for the next 16 years or so. So this is my passion. This and you just took the word right out of my mouth. I hear it in your voice. Yes. I hear that compassion uh -huh. and the love that you that you have for helping others. And Lucy, let's let's just recap with you. Let's get you reacquainted with yeah. our community focused family. Yes, yes, yes. It was a pleasure to be here talking a little bit about United Youth Care Services and the services that we offer. Um, it's coming up on a year that I've been yes. there, so it's been, you know, a journey just, you know, being introduced to something that has developed a, you know, passion within my heart. Um, yes. I do like outreach and helping um, others and charities and charitizing. So um, just supporting the homeless community has been a beautiful thing. Um, we've introduced our first annual Dad, which was a drug awareness day. Mm -hmm. um, it was geared for the community and the lower population. Uh, we had our clients come out. We had children come out. We had mm -hmm. free food. We had vendors. We had education. Um, we had some people out there talking about the Medicaid spend out and, you know, education as right. far as that is concerned for our elderly. Yes. Um, overall, it was just like a sensation. And we look forward to having that, you know, once a year because what I see is that it engages that youth Mm -hmm. the middle school and high school population that we're talking about. And it just gives them a sense of, you know, that community feel where they can be dropped off um, mm -hmm. at one common location mm -hmm. and kind of fellowship together, you know, dance together. Because we don't have that um, community-driven environment like we were talking last time. We don't have that grandmother's house, that right. great-grandmother's house. True. So True. we just want to kind of put that love back into the community that's missing. That's right. um, I think most of the children are leaning towards prolonged uses of being introduced to these gateway drugs because they are looking for acceptance in the community. Mm -hmm. They're looking for love. And their mentors, like Mr. Booker said, are people that are looked up to that they hear on our airways every day. And they might be promoting, you know, mm -hmm. um, the uses of these drugs like Xanax, Molly, Promethazine. So it's just not, you know, um, conducive to just allow them to suffer. Uh, we have to show them that there is some type of way to combat this in our communities. Yes. As we were growing up, we had the drug awareness, the DEER program. Right, exactly. We had Scruff McGruff, Chicago, yes. Illinois, with right. 60652. You know, <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. that. So now hopefully we can bring United Youth Care Services to be that. When you hear United Youth Care Services, you mm -hmm. hear a safe haven. Right. You know, somewhere that you can run to and, you know, get help. Because, like I said, people are being shunned upon just because they're different, mm -hmm. um, they look different, uh, they look, you know, a little different, a little strange, but we can't give up on those type of people Absolutely. because they are geniuses and they are, you know, humans as well. Very good. And thank you both. I'm looking forward to more of our conversation on, on this subject matter. And, and thank you both. Uh, definitely uh, a way to bring to not just our public affairs show, but really to the communities as in general to really get them to know that there is an agency such as United Youth Care Services that wants to help those exactly. in need. And mm -hmm. so that's what we're going to continue on. 
Thank you both very much. You're Thank welcome. You. You're so Thank welcome. You. We're just getting started, Radio Family. We so are. indeed, much more of the weekend edition of Community Focus, and we will return after this. It's more the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you, Radio Family, for your fine company, and thank you for listening here in our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings to get the word out about good people doing some good things in our communities. It's a great way as we do begin a new year to talk about United Youth Care Services and two fine individuals who represent the agency and Mr. Booker, the president, and also a member of United Youth Care Services and Lucy Lachey. Now, Mr. Booker, Lucy, how did your passion for the homeless and lower income population change the mentality of the people that look up to you as a community leader? Okay. Well, I would say, you know, me just being a newbie in this, I would definitely have to lean to Mr. Booker for this. But one thing I can witness is just seeing him um, at work. He doesn't, you know, um, have a difference in between the population of people. He treats everyone, you know, the same. Yes. And that's the beauty behind just being an employer there and some of the, you know, uh, staff also see that. It's no difference. He treats us the same as the clients. And I think that's the beauty behind, you know, seeing a leader not separating, you know, the, right. the two. Exactly. Because it's still a teaching moment. Everybody's learning. And, Very you know, true. what better way to learn from someone that has been in this field for so long? Absolutely. Now, how I wanted to ask and, and interject, how did the initial introduction between the two of you come about? Well, I was, like I said, hired as um, the front desk help. Receptionist, mm-hmm. so I was able to work closely and be trained um, by him through just learning some of the services that they offer. Right. And uh, he's the type of individual where you know he throws you out to the wolves and expects you to you know stand up and lead. And in that, that's what I've done. Um, he's cultivated you know the community as well as myself in mm-hmm. radio and bringing a presence to United Youth Care Services through social media, uh, web presence, um, community presence, and just, right. you know, having a radio presence. So I think that's a great thing um, to be able to come into an agency and be able to create your own leverage or mm-hmm. your own um, dream or passion right. and still be, you know, able to work as a sum of its parts. Right. In helping the community. So so that goes without saying, Mr. Booker, what was that one moment? Was it, you know, Lucy's awesome personality, the way that she just just really, what's the word I'm looking for, connect right. with individuals? Well, what we try to do, uh, Renee, is cultivate talent. Yeah. And use talent at our agency to better serve the community. So I like that. Lucy Lachey came in with a, a passion for, like she said, mass media. Mm-hmm. And so one of the objectives of the company was to get the word out. Right. And so it was a perfect uh, relationship when we meet talent, young talent who come into our agency. Mm-hmm. We try to see, based on that talent, how that talent can enhance what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And so Lucy Lachey today has me here on the radio and creates a radio presence for our agency. And and that's the objective is to get the word out to the community that there's someone in the community that cares. Absolutely. About homelessness, about drug addiction. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, mass media is one of the newest uh, 
adventures for us to right. engage in. Mm-hmm. And so we've engaged in, uh, now we're creating a radio presence, a TV presence, and a magazine presence so we can really get the word out because what we see at our agency, when you talk about homelessness, mm-hmm. uh, people put a face on that, but what we've seen, and which is devastating, is single uh, black women who come in with children that are homeless. Right. And that has beset our community at a huge, large amount. And so we've set to help those who, you know, who are homeless with kids. And we've been real successful at placing those people in housing. Yes. And so uh, thanks for the opportunity again for absolutely uh, you in t- your radio show to get this word out. We- we got to get the word out. Most definitely. And I thank you both, uh, Mr. Booker and, and Lucy, because what this says to me, it makes me think of this is what we don't see th- via through the media mm-hmm. is what you guys see behind the scenes that a lot of us in the community don't. Right. Because once we, whether we're turning off the television or turning off the radio. Right. Homelessness is still there for that individual. It is. And so to have an agency like United Youth Care Services that during those after hours. Right. You know, or even a lot of times when a lot of us are asleep. Right. You guys are addressing or helping individuals Mm -hmm. who can't. Right. Because the situation is they don't have a roof over their head. They don't have a place to stay. Um, It may be a situation in which they are just seeking the help for that drug addiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wants to be addicted to drugs? Who wakes up choosing that that's something that they want to do with their life? Right. You know, the, the, the situation, sadly, and the circumstances may lead them down that road, mm-hmm. but that doesn't have to be the inroad right. for many individuals. So, again, I thank you guys that, this, that your agency is here. And with that, oh, you're welcome. What are some of the goals that you have for, let's start with slowing down mental illness and then address drug abuse? Okay, great. So I'll just throw some statistics out there before um, we implement some Mm -hmm. goals. So um, the state has linked opioid addiction to a wide span of problems for the residents. The cause of opioid addiction is prescribing more opioids at higher doses in ERs and um, primary care physician offices, Mm -hmm. wherever, you know, you can get a prescription from. Between the years of 1999 and 2016, the death rate included 12,000 people whom have died from the related overdoses. Mm -hmm. So since 1999, opioid-related deaths increased by 440%. So according to the North Carolina Department of Human Health Health and Human Services in um, 2014, mm-hmm. 12,000 hospitalizations, um, and there were 22,000 emergency department visits. And they were all linked to medication and drug poisoning. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, once we look at the statistics like that, some of our goals is just try to rehabilitate people through a holistic approach. And we call that Dr. Booker's holistic approach. So we do offer clinical, um, the clinical model, which is more therapy induced. You have group sessions, you have right. individualized sessions, and we are also trying to do an integrated healthcare model. So, you know, prolonged uses of opioid addiction leads to osteoarthritis or just arthritis period, which mm-hmm. is um, degenerative joint disease. Right. And what that does is um, 
or what that disease is, is over a prolonged use. I mean, uh, over a prolonged time period of using opioids, then your um, joints break down. Mm. So we have um, treatment there, right. which is more holistic. And mm-hmm. we're taking we're not prescribing medications. What we're doing is using vaccinations and injections to kind of regenerate the synovial fluids that you were born with and like your joints, your shoulders and your knees. So right. we're, like I said, taking the holistic approach, mm-hmm. trying to just eliminate the need for taking a pill because in this right. day and time, you take one pill for this and then exactly. you take 15 pill. more right. pills for, for the other side thing. effects. Exactly. So you walk away, you get what I'm saying, with more problems or mm-hmm. yeah, than just one. Exactly. I'm treating it's, this and now right. I have 15 other things right. I have you to do. You know what with. that reminds me of too is like when you see the commercials for uh, various drugs for the ailment, it seems to be you have more side effects. Right. And that makes the person like, well, there's more side effects <laughs> than the benefits of what that particular drug can do. You're right. 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 So yes, it, it's good that you are and, and really appreciate that you are looking at it from the holistic mm-hmm. perspective right. on that. We also have um, another preventative care um, model that introduces the TM flow. So what mm-hmm. this machine does is once you come in off the street or once you come in to, you know, to proactively take the next step, right. this machine can diagnose everything from, you know, poor lifestyle choices in your cardiovascular system, vascular dysfunction, right. um, diabolic neuropathy so it kind of gives you a detection mm-hmm. of early onsetting problems so you can kind right. of know that and take preventative measures right. to change your poor lifestyle habits very good so knowing that you know before the disease generates or starts i think that's a preventative measure fantastic uh, mr booker any any further thoughts on that well or- as we talked about goals like Ms. lachey alluded to we've creating a medical model as well as a behavioral health model. Okay, right. And so those are some of our goals to create a mental health slash urgent care type Mm -hmm. of facility where you can get your physical health and your mental health needs met. Yes. So we've created that model. And going forward, like you said, getting the word out uh, to the community, as Lucy Lachey alluded to, you have physical problems as well as mental health problems, which right. may lead to drug abuse. Mm-hmm. You're trying to self-medicate yourself. Right. So it's important for us to create a, a, a presence, uh, social media, uh, radio, TV, just to educate. Uh, so our goal is to basically educate the community, let them hear a word that they can uh, adopt and come mm-hmm. get some help. Exactly. Because we're all suffering from various physical and mental health Absolutely. issues. Absolutely. And like you said, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but mm-hmm. we're going through these pains daily. So yeah. this is some of our goals to just educate the community, create a better presence in the community. Exactly. Now, what makes you or what makes both of you or each of you proactive about life? I would say what makes me proactive, again, like you said, when you grew up in a town, in a city, and you mm-hmm. see problems. Yeah. And you know that it's in your heart to do something about it. Then you have to become proactive. You can't sit on the sideline and be a sideline or what they call a, a coach, a sideline coach, mm-hmm. uh, sitting on the sofa. So we became more proactive uh, with life 
in, in about others' lives. So we, you know, that's our passion. Mm -hmm. That's my passion. <laughs> so thank you for that question. That's You're a good welcome. question. You're welcome. I think what makes me proactive about life is just waking up and being able to serve a population um, of people, regardless if they are wealthy or lower income mm -hmm. or, you know, middle-aged. You know, it's, it's interesting. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh -huh. When you say that, when we think about mental illness and we think about drug abuse, that's a very profound statement because neither really focuses on that. Drug abuse doesn't know color. Right. It doesn't know age. Right. It doesn't know whether you are a male, exactly, yeah. income, a male or female, whether you are a parent mm -hmm. or you're a single individual. Right. And so the, the importance, like we say, and like both of you have so beautifully emphasized, whoever you are tuning into this very public affairs show, and there is something in which you need help, please seek it. Yeah. That's all we ask, right. is to find or to talk to someone about it. Don't keep it hidden, and, and don't let it get to the point where it overwhelms you. Mm -hmm. Of course. And that's why you have, again— an agency such as United Youth Care Services. Thank you for letting me interject, uh, Lucy. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, so just being able to serve, serve the people. Um, I don't have a background, but I can encourage someone. And, you, knew, you know, when you encourage another, you're encouraging yourself. Mm -hmm. So I just like to be that listening ear or, you know, some people come off the street wanting something to eat. You know, I would look at, you know, if I was in that situation, if, right. you know, the shoe fit my foot, I would want, you know, someone to help me in that com uh, in, on that level of compassion just mm -hmm. to, you know, move forward. Because so many families mentally um, want to give up. They want to commit suicide. They want to, you know, just give up on life itself. And life is not designed to be, I think, that horrible. Um, mm -hmm. Mr. Booker has to, you know, reiterate all the time when I want to give up with school and work and, you know, mm -hmm. he's like, it's not that bad. You know, like, life is not it that really hard. Like, chill out. Yeah, it's really okay. Bad. And sometimes you need, you know, a mentor, someone to reiterate those things. Okay, well, it's not that bad. So let me come up to the center and hang out around some people, you know, that's going to encourage me because they're going through the same thing or they might not be going through the same thing. They Absolutely. just want to, you know, encourage. That's true. It is that interchange of encouragement that can be so encouraging right. for that individual. Radio family, thank you so much for your great company and your listenership. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. For those of you who may be joining us in great company this morning, with members of our Community Focus family and United Youth Care Services, in both in Mr. Booker and Lucy Lachey. Well, let me ask you this. How can the community, how can we, listening to this program, help UICS, for short, United Youth Care Services, educate those who have substance abuse and mental health issues? Well, I think one of the ways that community can help is create more mental health forms, more discussions, more mm -hmm. opportunities to talk openly about mental health because right. it's it's a it's a disease that's in our community, and you see it. Uh, people who like in high school, like I said, when people go to office, get suspended, or get kicked out of school, they associate these uh, episodes as mental health. Mm -hmm. So we have to create forms in the high schools. We have to create forms in the uh, churches. We have to create forms throughout the community 
and educate our community. And, and I guess radio is giving us uh, the opportunity. And um, we we like to just during 2019 create, like I said, more mental health forms and workshops. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of our goals again. And that's how the community can take part in just being open, giving us a call at United Youth Care Services. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, ask those questions because we're here to ask questions. We've also decided to create uh, a form called Crisis Texting. Mm-hmm. And that's for children and mental health clients who are suffering from, uh, let's say, uh, being bullied in school, let's say teen pregnancy. Right. So we've created a, a line where you could text and get direct help from a social worker or a counselor. So if you're going going through problems in high school and let's say you're being uh, cyberbullying is, right. is major yes. on the Internet. And so what we've decided to do is create what they call a crisis texting line. So if you're going through these issues at the moment, you mm-hmm. can text us and then someone will immediately text you back and give you interventions and give you solutions to some of those issues so that's how the community can help just by becoming more open calling asking more questions going to the website Mm -hmm. at unitedyouthcare.com and getting some of those answers very good that really transitions nicely to asking what services does united youth care services offer all right well from the medical model, we offer primary care needs such as STD and HIV testing, immunizations, chronic care needs, and psychiatric mental health needs. Um, we also provide allergy testing, anonymic or TM flow, bladder scans, osteoarthritis, knee and shoulder injections, toenail fungus, and urine drug um, testing. So for our clinical services, we have a program called SACOT, which is a substance abuse comprehensive outpatient therapy. SAOP, mm-hmm. which is substance abuse intensive um, outpatient therapy. We have PSR, which is psychosocial rehabilitation and individualized therapy. Uh, we have a foundation which offers transitional housing, um, also food bank that you know gives to the community and our clients um, at least okay. once or twice a month. Um, a clothing bank. We also um, promote education, so uh, we get people registered and acclimated with getting their GED or some type of higher education, as well as job rehabilitation. So those are some of the services that we all, you know, it's like right. a one-stop shop. Just some, and mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, Radio Family Translation, United Youth Care Services mm-hmm. does a lot. Yes. Okay. Yes, so you definitely <laughs> do provide services that really can help the mm-hmm. community. Now, what's your vision for United Youth Care Services, say, within the next couple of years? Well, one of the visions is, like you say, is to create community partners. Mm-hmm. We're creating uh, ongoing workshops in the community, uh, educating the community for the next two years, just really putting out a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you said, we offer so many different services that a lot of people are not aware, aware of. Yeah. Exactly. And so some of these names that we mentioned, a lot of people don't even meant, uh, know the names of the mm-hmm. services. They don't even know that we exist. And, and we serve about two, 300 clients a month. And so th- th- we are getting the word out, but we want to cr- create community partners with social workers, juvenile probation officers, right. the court systems, the housing authority, 
to address some of the issues. So to create uh, community partners with the radio stations, the TV stations throughout, you know, Guilford County and just mm-hmm. kind of creating those community partners. Right. Very nice. Now, how long has United Youth Care Services served the mental health and substance abuse community? Well, we started in 2003, and, okay. and um, this is our 16th year. Wow. So, been, so you've been there, Mr. Booker, for the duration. I've been there. From, from the start. From, from the very beginning, 2003 in Gifford County. Yeah. And we was also in Winston-Salem and in mm-hmm. Durham counties. Yes. Also doing the same type of work. Uh, so we've been around for 16 years and look forward to another 16, 16. years, Renee. Definitely. And yeah. and just just to thank you both and happy to have the forum with which to get that word out. Oh, yes. So I've, you. I, oh, you're Again. so welcome. Right. And I've, I've really enjoyed my conversation with you. So in, in the minutes that remaining, the only question that I have left, and you kind of touched on it a few minutes ago, but let's get all the particulars. Share with our, our radio family, our listeners, how we as a community in wanting to help can connect with you, United Youth Care Services. All right. Well, you can start by looking us up on the website, www.unitedyouthcareservices.com. You can also give us a call at 336-370-9232. Again, that number is 336 336- Three seven zero nine two three two. We have an internet presence. You can Google us, United Youth Care Services. We're on um, YouTube. We have the Crisis Texting Forum um, literature now, series me, that's me. already out. But you can always give us a call physically okay. at three three six three seven zero nine two three two. Speak with our lovely receptionist, and she can connect you. Like I said, with any of our clinical. Uh, department, our lab specialists, our medical department, our intake department, um, all questions can be answered. You can email us at UICS2018 at gmail.com. You can also email us any of your concerns there and we can get that information over to our licensed clinical specialist. Twitter at United Youth CS, Instagram at United Youth Care Services underscore and Facebook as United Youth Care services very good so radio family there are several ways with Mm -hmm. which you can reach out to united youth care services the bottom line please reach out yes if you need the help absolutely call us thank you family you're welcome thank Thank you you. this has just been such an informative a time for me it always is when we can have a public affairs show that really focuses on educating our community and getting the word out and and radio family i i hope you took good notes mm-hmm. and certainly i hope you do whether it's you or someone that you love and truly care about get the help please that you need because united youth care services wants to help you in return can i say one more thing certainly. renee um i just want to um throw out there if any other organizations want to you know unite uh, we are looking to create some type of charity um, to resemble like the blood drive or um, other bigger charities that are focused on just better in the community. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there um, feels the need to connect with us in that arena and let's become more mobile mm-hmm. in the community, we're open for that. Again, the number is 336-392-8324 or email us at uics2018gmail.com and we will definitely connect with you. Anybody out there that's vendors or motivational speakers that feel like they want to come through and uh, educate our community, 
Uh, we do have a, a large array of clients there Monday through Friday from nine to two, but we're open till five. And we also have an evening class that starts at about 430 to 7 p.m. So there's always an opportunity just to come and engage with us and just right. to learn about our services. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't suffer from mental health, mm-hmm. you might suffer from physical you know, sure. needs. So come in, drop by. We have, like I said, an urgent care um, that you can come and just, you know, get some education about yourself. 2019, I charge each one of us to learn more about ourselves, because if we learn more about ourselves, maybe we can make ourselves happier because it is our responsibility to make sure that we are happy. We can't start to look at the world or anyone else to make us happy. If we're truly happy with self, then we can truly ignite, you know, others in self-empowerment to be happier individuals and just passing on. The happy book. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing that happiness here, there both you of go. you, Mr. Booker yes, and Lucy Lachey, to the weekend you. edition of Community Focus. Well, to the two of you, this has not changed even in a new year. There are no goodbyes. You're right. Just until next time. So I would love to have you both on a future program. Okay. So we'll work on that. All right. Sure. No problem. But, but thank you for your company. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you. And likewise for oh, you. Oh, Renee, yes. I just have to say this because it is so funny. So when you called the other day up to the office yes. to schedule the interview, the lady at the front, she was like, Oh, my God, the lady at the radio call, she was like, she sounds the same. I didn't know if she was calling to give us some tickets or what. I said, no, she was just calling to schedule an interview. We were in interview, yeah. Well, tell her thank you. Give her a hug for me, I will. I definitely will. And that means a lot. If you can just call into an establishment and they recognize your Thank you voice. very much. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give her a radio hug okay. right now. Good. And to thank you, radio family, for the good things you're doing in the communities. We are off to a fine start in this new year and looking forward to the next time That's that cool. we can talk about good people like United Youth Care Services are doing in our communities. Indeed, no goodbyes here on Community Focus. So until that next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.